Okay, welcome to the first episode of this podcast. Uh, don't have a name for it yet. We'll figure that out when we get there. Uh, well, we're here. <laughs> uh, so today we have a very special guest, the one and only Colin Isaacs. <laughs> uh, so do you do you want me to? Tell a little about yourself. Oh, uh, we are gonna have a, like an introduction. Okay, uh, I'm from Cincinnati, Ohio, specifically Middletown, Ohio, which is technically a suburb of Cincinnati, kind of of Dayton too. Hence, it's in the middle of Cincinnati and Dayton. Hence its name. Um, I didn't know I was going to. I'm in fashion design, right? Or fashion merchandising. I wasn't. I was in design for a year and a half, and then I switched to merch to focus more on making projects that I actually liked in design. Um, I didn't know I was going to do fashion at all until my senior year of high school, because my junior year I liked to I figured that or I figured out that I liked to art, make art like fine art, paint, draw, and then I always liked shoes and I got more into fashion as I got older and so I pretty much I was like let me put these together and then I was like I'll just do fashion design and then remember everybody telling me like oh it's gonna be really tough like design half like half of you are gonna switch out whatever and I was like yeah whatever like it can't be that hard like I've already done like I've already done a bunch of hard shit in my life so it's like it couldn't be that crazy but I mean it was definitely tough but it wasn't something that was unbearable I just switched because I didn't the the projects that I was making in my classes I wasn't proud of I wouldn't put my portfolio and I didn't put my effort in so I was wasting my time and the professor's time but I did take what I learned and I applied it to the like garments that I make now so I definitely like the experience definitely was appreciated and not wasted. I still, I do wish I would have stayed because I kind of made an impulse decision to switch. I let my personal stress affect my like school. Yeah. So I was feel like I was feeling the stress of my personal life and school at the same time, and I was like, I can't. Like I could. It was. I mean. I can get rid of the school stress by just not being a design. So I was like, okay, that's the way I can do it. Yeah, I definitely feel that. So, okay, so like, so obviously you didn't, you changed, um, you switched the merch late enough to where you still learn like the essentials to mm-hmm. be able to design. Like obviously anyone who like follows, anyone who follows me on Instagram or like you guys can I'll post like the links and stuff to Colin's like website and Instagram you'll be able to see that like he obviously if he wouldn't have told you that he left design like in my opinion you definitely like you never would have known like if I think you wouldn't have known I was a merch major rather than a design major just based off of my portfolio yeah I agree like you're there's definitely like just to be able to know both aspects of it um it puts you I feel like that just puts you at an advantage because you know you know how to do both and like yeah all it is is just 
learning how to sew and how to construct a basic garment and then you can just with YouTube and then I'm like all of my friends are pretty much you like in this like people that I'm cool with are in design mm -hmm. rather more than so than merchandising so if I need if I have a question or if I need any help I'm like I could just go to them and they could just show me how to do it and I could just do it because I have a home sewing machine we have like the mechanic studio and Rockwell studio so it's not like I'm limited on supply of knowledge and actual that's I agree. making places yeah that makes sense and like uh I would say like so we how okay so we uh, a few months ago we got back from Italy we were in Italy we were we lived together in Italy and we were there for four months four months from August to December mm -hmm. um how would would you say that that impacted you like and if so how did that impact you as far as design because like being in merch you know what I'm asking <laughs> No, like how did it did it I, well yeah because when I went over there people told me like you're gonna come back a different person you're gonna well like not entirely different but like my taste my interests my it's, outlook on yeah. life like when you're in the United States you're just all you think is just what happened in the United States but when you go to other countries you're like you you can act you can vividly think about what is happening over there and I agree and remember your experiences vividly like if you just see something on the internet obviously that's not even a percentage to mm -hmm. the reality of what it's like being there well the one the one thing I um was thinking about is like so when you're growing up here you kind of like for the first I don't know maybe like 15 to 20 years of your life you kind of grow up in like the like a bubble in a way like a bubble of like your hometown because you never right, like right, right. obviously you'll travel and you'll go different places like as a kid or as you're in like if you go far away to college or whatever but it's like when when we got to Europe we immediately like we were like we're in Florence and it's amazing to be here but we also already want to see like all of these places like we were there for not even a week, I think, and we were already traveling to different places. We went to the Cinque Terre, like the first or second weekend. We were yeah, there. I didn't even think classes started yet. Oh, well, because well, we got there, and I'm pretty sure we had like a week and a half of because our classes didn't start on a Monday. I think they started on like a Wednesday. Yeah, and we, we had, had a week and a half of just adjusting. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure I don't. So we got there, and I, it probably was the like the next weekend after we got there that we went to Cinque Terre. Yeah, I'm pretty. I think we got there like we got there on a Saturday. I got there on a Saturday. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, we got there on a Saturday, and I think it was the next Saturday. Yeah, it. it probably, I think it was. And I don't that remember was my when classes started, but. Yeah, like, so when you're there, like, you just automatically want to start exploring everything. Like, you just want to see everything around you, and you just want to soak it as much as possible, which, like, obviously, for the first however many years you're in America, you just experience pretty, like, 95% of your time is 
your hometown because you, I mean, until you get to high school pretty much, mm -hmm. you're not allowed to do anything on your own unless your parents just don't care about you. Like, they're just like, all right, go <laughs> yeah. do whatever. But I mean, if you, yeah, if you just grew up however, you just went to school, did your extracurriculars or whatever, mm -hmm. or you played a sport, you might have went on vacation for spring break or the summer, but that was probably only for like a week or two. Yeah. And that was more than likely not out of the country. So, you, but 95% of your time is in your hometown. And yeah, you kind of live in this bubble, but I definitely, a lot of people from where I'm from definitely go the route. It could be like that in every hometown. They just do the route where they grow up, they go to high school, like they were probably popular or they were probably really good at a sport or something. Like they had summer. deadly had potential to <laughs> summer the career ending injury. Something like <laughs> but they just they just definitely had the potential. Like everybody has the opportunity to do something, whether the opportunity is easier to obtain than others. Like everybody can do you can literally do whatever you want. Yeah, like that's I feel like that's one benefit. Um because it's like, so imagine if you were from another country and you came to America for the first time, <laughs> like more than likely you wouldn't visit like Middletown or like Wheeling, West Virginia and be like, right. probably gonna live here. <laughs> yeah. You know? Like right. you're definitely gonna wanna live like towards the bigger cities. And it's like, I don't know, it's just kind of like, obviously it's totally out of your control where you are born, but right. it's like. Definitely, I mean, I just think that when you, like Europe is, well, I mean, technically Africa is like the birthplace of people, but Europe as far as like what we're in fashion and art, that's like I would the, say mega, Europe the mega is. of art, like the most notable artist fashion is London, Paris, uh, and Japan, and, and like fine art is in mm -hmm. Italy and architecture, mm -hmm. and that's all it's like that's all where we visited and so we got to soak in like what you saw on a projector in ken ohio we saw it in real life yeah wherever it was that was that was definitely the one of the most uh it was one of those things i never thought about really until i got there when like i mean like when you're growing up you're learning in like history books about like the Roman Colosseum, or like the right. Statue of David, and you just look at it, and you're just like, whatever. You're in high, <laughs> yeah. you're in high school, you're just like, bro, whatever. I'm just in this history class, yeah, whatever. Or I'm in this art class because whatever, yeah. But then, but if you're actually interested, and you're like, like you don't, when you're in high school, you you don't really think. At least I did. I had no idea. They're like, I know when they come here, they have the study away. So I thought I was gonna go to like New York or something. Mm -hmm. And they're like Florence. Florence is really popular, da, da. and then, you know, like as I start my freshman sophomore year, I'm thinking like I want to do this, and mm -hmm. then I know the opportunity is there, and I know like my family has my or is supporting me. They're like, yeah, do it. Like we got you. Mm -hmm. And then I'm just a I'm just a goal driven person. Like I want to explore as much as possible. Yeah, I want to do whatever it takes for me to succeed. Like I like. When we're in Italy, I'm trying to do, I'm trying to go all out. Like I didn't come over here just to, oh, say I was in Italy. I'm trying to do everything. Yeah. I'm trying to yeah. I mean, do crazy stuff while I'm here because I didn't come here just to be here. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Like, the, I mean, the first, 
I don't even remember the first like the first half of the semester we weren't in Florence on the weekend at all yeah like we literally went every time I go back and look at like the pictures in my yeah. photos it's like we were literally somewhere every week and we were I just remember how we were so tired all the time we was okay that's the best problem to have we were so we were so tired because we were tired of traveling yeah to London, Paris, yeah. Pisa, Cinque Terre, um, where else could we? We went to Bologna, Naples, Naples, Naples yeah, <laughs> that's <laughs> something. But yeah, we got to do like when we were on the boat, like I was like, we have to, for, well, because it was me and somebody else's idea to get on the boat. But I think that I think I think everybody who went on that yeah, adventure like, can say that was like. One of their best experiences oh, while in Italy. Yeah, like going to Europe, I wasn't like, oh, I gotta get on a boat. But like, when someone what else brought think? it up, I was like, I mean, yeah, I'll get on a boat. I mean, it's not like I'm. What about like, the, like, what do you think about like, damn, on a boat off of? Because it was, it was what, damn, when we got like end of August or end of September. We went in September. We went the weekend before Paris, and Paris was like the last weekend of September. Because I remember we went to Rome the sixth and the seventh of September, and then I think that was. The weekend or two weeks after that i think it was like the next weekend we went to naples yeah i think so because that would have been like the 15th and then the next week i think we went to paris because we were there for like the 20th to this whatever yeah yeah so yeah so it's like we were literally like back to back to back to back to back yeah. traveling but that's like the best that's definitely the best problem i have like i would definitely be i would rather be tired of traveling than be here <laughs> like and like i think anybody I mean, yeah i think anybody that went to has has traveled abroad can easily second that yeah that's i mean like that was one benefit or one like downside like so obviously i didn't come here until Your my junior year. year so i didn't know i didn't even know about the study away so like they didn't advertise it at all i mean you didn't... so like at wvu uh i it wasn't a requirement to study away like there was an option. I think there was an option. But you wouldn't even took it unless it was required, definitely. Yeah, and I think you could, you could. There was somewhere in Italy you could go for like, it was basically like Ken's summer Florence program. Like you went to Florence for like a month or somewhere. Yeah, in I think Italy. the Florence program in the summer is like a month. Yeah. So like I was like, obviously that'd be cool to do, but it's not like on my to-do list and then well because it's required they're like you, you have to do it so yeah, yeah you have yeah to so here i was like i just remember i went to study away day and i was like i was like what it was like the first week or two of school like it was my first week or two here and i was like i have no idea where i want to go like oh, i had always wanted to go to italy just because like so much of my family's from there and i always like i had just seen pictures and it was beautiful but i was and obviously for fashion, it's a big place to go. But right. I was like, I mean, there's like South Korea, New York, LA, Germany. Yeah. I don't even remember where else. Uh, yeah. Did you say Hong Kong? Hong Kong, Paris. That's London. just for fashion. That's just fashion. That's only fashion. If you're, I think you don't, I, well, I know in the business school, they pretty much go yeah. anywhere but i don't know if you have to be a business mm -hmm. major or in that business school to exercise that mm -hmm. option i don't know if you can be in fashion and go to them and be like i don't want to do this yeah um yeah i'm not sure but yeah so i remember at study away day they were like talking about florence for the semester 
and I was like, I just thought about it and I was like, there's so many places in Europe that I want to travel to, period, like even if it's for school or not, that Florence would be one of the best places to go to be able to do that. And then whenever they said, we go to London and Paris, I was like, I have to. Yeah, like, I, pretty, yeah I think... That basically I, made it like a lock for me. And I, I, can't, just, I can't remember if it was my freshman or sophomore year, but I went to the study away day and, mm-hmm. they t- and I literally was sat through all of them. Yeah. And... When they, because I'm, pre, I'm pretty sure I had my eye on Florence. I had my eye on, I think, like London, Paris, Florence, and New York. Mm-hmm. Me but too. I was, but I was like, I can, I mean, I had never been to New York or LA. So mm-hmm. I was like, but I'd never been to New York and I had no contacts. I didn't know anybody when I came mm-hmm. to Kent. So I was like, I don't know how I'm going to go to New York. I don't know how I'm going to do this. And that was my same thing with Florence. I was like, I don't know anybody. Like, I know people going, but mm-hmm. I don't. You know we are, so we don't really yeah. know people going. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that was my thing, and then I was like, I can go to New York or LA. We, I live in the United States, so they're one flight away or whatever. Yeah. I mean, technically Europe is due, but it's like a twelve-hour flight. Yeah. So yeah. I was like, like as because I was going through the study away day, and then they said like fall in the fall they go to London and Paris. But then that's when they made the transition, I think my sophomore year, to the spring semester going to London and Paris. I was like, I forgot about that. Okay, so I, when we were in Paris, or when we were, last semester, I was talking to someone who went in the spring. Mm-hmm. And I said something about going to Paris, and they were like, oh, I wish I would have gone. And I was like, why didn't they, they, they like, not go? Because yeah. I, re- I remember that now. But I think last I think it was last semester was the first semester, or this semester is technically this is the, the first. Well, this was the, supposed to be the first spring facts. where you could go anywhere, or yeah. they went to London and Paris. That's right, because I remember yeah. everyone saying, but I remember fall was like heavily preference because they go to London and Paris. Yeah, so I remember being like, damn, I don't know if I'm gonna get in. I remember them sending out the email. I was like, I remember, yeah. I was like, damn, I gotta. <laughs> it was like the easy drop. I was like, I gotta get on this. Yeah. So, yeah, but, like, what were we originally talking about? Um, uh, but, uh, so, like, the experience, what were we talking about exactly? We kind of got, got off topic. Oh, like, what brought up Italy? Yeah, but, uh, yeah. I, I, I asked how, how Italy impacted you as, from a design perspective. Oh, yeah, um, as a design perspective, I... I think it was just a different inspiration. It just took my mind to places that I hadn't thought of or been. So when I was just taking everything in, I was I was just getting inspired by things I had never seen. Mm-hmm. So it definitely altered my taste. Like I always had a for like luck for like a luxury good. Like I always yeah. wanted to make stuff that was because I I like to think that I. Like I can either dress like South, like Western, or mm-hmm. I can either like dress up like a point tournament or something. It's yeah, like, I, yeah, it's weird, but like I, I just like luxury clothing, and Italy definitely. Even though the clothing doesn't uh, reflect that, the architecture and the art and the color mm-hmm. definitely reflects luxury, like top tier. This is the best. Like this is the best art. This yeah. is the best architecture. And it was made 500 to 300 years ago. 
So and that's yeah, and like that's the pinnacle. That's what inspired so many other things. So when you get to the basis mm -hmm. of that inspiration, it's like a lot to take in. And so the the looks that me and Kushnor did, like I definitely feel like I just elevated my design skill like from the quality of it mm -hmm. the just like the quality of the just the garment from the inside out it's like the best i've worked on and the design like i don't think and we made two we made like two looks we made two full looks that's mm -hmm. the closest thing i guess i've gotten to a collection collection to yours four looks but for me to make some like make two looks cohesive mm -hmm and qual like what you know it's made in italy and when you see made in italy you're like top well, tier that was one thing i was thinking of is how like just the access to resources we have absolutely there is because i mean they just had they had these like massive garment or fabric stores like all over florence and when we went to prague you should have been there it was literally a warehouse of fabric uh I, well we, we went to the one place in prado we went as a school. Or is that was that Prado or Prague? I think it was Prado where they get that's um Well you there. got but I think you, you went you and uh Kush nor when I think it was to Prado. I don't know why I got you guys went by yourself and to then fabric, yeah. And then we went the whole school the went, school went, went a couple yeah. weeks, like a couple days later, I'm pretty sure. It was literally but I don't I mean, but everybody went to different places. Yeah. But the fabric place that we went to even though the fabric selection was cool, but I mean, it just, we just didn't have what we were specifically looking for. Mm -hmm. And we were looking for something that would be a little bit cheaper than would have been in Florence. But yeah. I mean, the amount of fabric they had was undeniable, like a warehouse. Yeah, I, I feel like that's one benefit you have there. It's like, I feel like, like decent fabric that's made in Italy is still gonna be looked at as better than, as better than like gray fabric that's made in here anywhere else yeah i mean i'm pretty sure it's prado is where i think early on when i think like in the 80s and 90s of luxury fashion that's where a majority of people who like london paris and things that were made in mm -hmm. italy that's where they were getting their fabric from was okay. warehouses in prado so getting fabric literally from like Kush, the the jacket that we made, that was a Chanel owned fabric. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we made a garment out of Chanel owned fabric. Like yeah, you would, unless you literally knew somebody high up in the industry for you to do that here was yeah. very difficult. Like we could just go straight to the warehouse or like the wholesaler of fabric and just buy whatever we wanted. Well, that's that's another thing. It's like just the accessibility of traveling in Europe like you could how long was the train ride to Prado or uh, it was probably like 15 minutes okay so like you can go 15 minutes down the road and go to down like track. get the top tier exactly. quality fabric where here it's like you have to where'd that go the what it says the maximum song length was reached Okay, so I mean, if we're just gonna do it on his track, yeah, we'll figure we that out when we get there. <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah. So the uh, just the amount of accessibility, but we ended up getting well for the jacket. 
Kush got it, I think, in Prado, because she went for her project for school, and then we ended up getting the silk fabric from right there in, in Florence, which the silk, like, the silk that they had there was, I mean, any fabric that they had, but especially the silk, like, mm -hmm. I really like, because I really like, um, I really like fabric that has, like, luster to it, like, if it's a black fabric, I like black a lot, but if it has texture, if it has luster, that would definitely attract my eye. And yeah, it they, Italy definitely had all of that. Yeah, like what you were saying, you could either go down the road 15 minutes and get the best fabric, but here you have to get online, order a swatch, wait for the swatch to come in for like a week or two, and then that could just not be what you were looking for. So you have yeah. to do that process again and again until you find what you're looking for, unless you live in a New York, mm -hmm. uh, LA or Chicago, like big places that were fashion is prominent in the United States. Because I remember when I went to New York and I went to the fabric stores, like in the garment district, they just have them back to back to back to yeah. back to back to back. To yeah. back. Like yeah. you pet, there's not, you look left, you look right on the street and there's like garment, fabric, whatever. Like you can, there's definitely a lot of good stuff in New York, but when you're in Italy, they have, like you can, it's not a store, it's just a warehouse full yeah. of, it's a warehouse and there's like a few people in there and then you just just go through all the fabrics. Yeah, and I, and I feel like it's probably cheaper there obviously because they're like, you go to a, fab, or a warehouse where they're selling it's it the and, they're wholesaler. Like, and they're like, we made it two weeks ago. Exactly. They're like in New York, they'd be like, it's made in Italy, but we had to sh pay to get it over here. So it's obviously- You have to pay like the tariffs, the shipping fees yeah. to, and you, they probably had to pay them an extra fee because they're gonna make garments out of it and sell it. So yeah. like, yeah, the amount of fees that have to go through just to get it here, whether you're, you're literally just getting it from the source. Mm -hmm. And that's why, yeah, that's why being over here is way, as far as fashion goes, mm -hmm. than being here in the United States. So obviously uh, like in the past like couple days, we've been talking about like the pros and cons of like we've been talking about what we want to do as far as like internships and like jobs after graduation right right so like what do you think um i mean you haven't it's weird that like you've spent more time in europe than you have in new york city but i don't know just how it ended up but it's, right what do you think um would are like the pros and cons of have or like fashion working in fashion in Europe versus here like obviously a big pr the massive pro here is it's here like it's America yeah so you, you don't have to custom every I mean if you I mean if you're not like if you're from New York and you work in New York obviously there's like almost no change other than you're just getting uh, accustomed to your job mm -hmm. but when you move it was really, I don't know, I feel like when I went to New York for the first time, I almost felt like I had lived there for 10 years. Really? Yeah, I didn't really, like, I don't know, I feel like the way that I move, like, I don't like being in one place more than a certain amount of time. That's I agree. And New York is, like, fast-paced, you're going all the time, and obviously everybody needs a break at some point, but I feel like I can keep up with the pace of New York, like, I feel like I was built to live in New York. Like, all of... All of my inspiration from like listening to music and just fashion inspiration comes from New York. So I've had my like my mind has subconsciously just like been 
in New York for however long yeah. I've had my own personal interests and been able to realize those interests. Yeah, and I, I mean, like after being, after going to New York and going to London, I definitely understand why there's the comparison between those two. Yeah, like yeah, London sure. is literally. I mean, they're almost they're shorter exactly buildings, the same but it's just it's New York City with just shorter buildings, more skyline. Yeah, yeah, like. They're so comparable, and sure. obviously there's differences, but like even okay. down to like the population, they're almost the same. Yeah, they're right around what seven, eight million. Yeah, yeah, they're. But really... still, London has to be bigger in like size because it didn't feel like like we were there. We were like, there's a lot of people, but it did not feel like New York City. A Ooh. lot of people. I think London to definitely has to be bigger because I mean, well, like when you think of. New York, you're thinking of like Manhattan. Manhattan, but I mean, like, yeah, when you just think of when you think of like the main place of just Manhattan, obviously mm -hmm. that's not going to be as big as where London is. Yeah, well, because technically, yeah, because like New York City's technically like Manhattan, Bronx, Brooklyn, Staten Island, right, right, Queens, right. So, but yeah. when you think of not to like shit on anybody, but like the good part of New York. <laughs> Yeah, people want to be, for the most part, want to be in Manhattan. Yeah, I mean, it's just like when you picture New York, like, you picture Empire New York State City. Building, Central Park, Times Square, all of that is in Manhattan. The Statue of Liberty, even though that's, pro that's not, like, that's not in Manhattan, but that's just, I don't think one, it's far. that's just one place that you visit there, yeah. but when you think of New York City, you, yeah, that's what you, you think of downtown yeah. Manhattan. Yeah, like, even, like, I mean, like, the World Trade Center is in Manhattan. Exactly. Like, it's... Just when you picture New York, Trump Tower is in Manhattan. Yeah, that's exactly. Um, so yeah, I, obviously there's like pros and cons, but um, we're going there in two weeks. Two weeks from Saturday. Two weeks from Saturday. So like, um, so you said earlier how you have you're gonna like you're talking to people about internships there. Mm -hmm. um, Obviously, so haven't I, secured anything yet, so we don't want to jump the gate. Well, yeah, again. but, but I, mean, I mean, so I'm hope you know, hopefully, things turn out. I think, I mean, as far as in my head, it's like if we meet, I'm sure I can leave a, a lasting impression on whoever I mm -hmm. want to work for, yeah, to where I definitely have a strong possibility of working there, yeah. So, uh I'm sure there will obviously be people listening who haven't secured an internship yet, and right. I'm just like securing an internship and getting a job after college are just like two of the most stressful parts of your college career experience, right. whatever. What do you think, or how has the internship search and whole process been compared to what you thought it would be? Okay. So I'm gonna start off like this. So, but okay. So I got an internship in Florence, and I had no plan. I got, did not plan it at all to get an internship. And when the school put out that they have what 15 internship slots available because yeah. they had so much money to um, sponsor people, our roommate Josh, like he actually applied through the school and was mm -hmm. like, okay. I got this internship with this lady that runs a luxury shoe store in Florence. And you're like, okay, like, cool. And then he was just telling me, oh, yeah, she, like, she could 
you know, she would appreciate the help, this and that. And so I didn't apply through the school. I just went in there and was like, hey, I heard you could use help and you. She's, she's from Ohio. She's from, yeah, she's <laughs> from, uh, shout out to Nick. Like, yeah, she she's definitely been like a good resource and that was definitely a good experience because I never would have thought I was gonna intern, like be in Italy and I got to Italy and then internship was like, oh, I'm gonna do that next whenever. And then I just got one because, but I got it because it was through word of mouth. It was like through, cause Josh had already gotten it and then he was telling me about it, but he didn't tell, I don't think he told her about me. It was just one of those things where it's like, yeah, she could probably use more help. So I went in there. I just decided to go in there one day. I, I was like, you literally walked in, you were like, Hey, give me a job. I was like, yeah, <laughs> I just went in. I mean, I just went in, like you, when you, this is applicable to any internship. When you want an internship, it, you have to act like you, it's yours. Like you, you deserve it. So yeah, yeah. you have to act like it's yours to lose rather than yours to gain. Yeah. You have to give them, instead of saying like, here's why you should hire me. You should give them no choice but to hire you. Right. That's and that's what I did. I I went in there. Like I didn't email her. I literally just I just walked in and was like, "Hey, so and so told me about this opportunity, and I don't know if you have any spots available or, or anything you would need me to do, but I heard you could use the help, and I'm here to do anything." Like, and then she asked, and then basically it was like an on the spot interview. Mm-hmm. So I went in there and I was like, she asked me you know, where I'm from, like my, the basics, like where are you from, major, mm-hmm. studying abroad, yada, yada, yada. And then what are you good at? What are your like strong strengths, weaknesses? And so it was pretty much on the spot interview. And she was like, okay, yeah, you can, like it took a, probably a couple of weeks for me to actually figure out what I was going to do there long-term. But I mean, yeah, I was like, yeah, I can edit videos, photos, like, like there's nothing really designed for me here to do but i'm good like yeah creatively like through photoshop and everything Mm -hmm. so she's like oh yeah well we need to do something on the women's website we need to revamp the men's website and like posting for instagram because you know like you want to have a cohesive and strong aesthetic for your instagram Mm -hmm. so like i would just I wouldn't necessarily have to actually go in the store for me to do my internships since everything is like just sending an image and it's it's almost all digital. Yes, yeah, pretty much all digital. That's why I can still virtually do it now. But but I mean, as far as like actually getting the internship, I just went. That's why being in New York and being in the places that you want to intern is important because. When you're in Kent, Ohio, and you're trying to contact people in New York who are especially in, like, work for a corporate office or they're working in the luxury industry where they have photo shoots, they have deadlines to meet, they have um, fashion shows, like Fashion Week, and they're trying to do stuff overseas, especially if it's, like, a overseas brand or it's a brand that's not in, like, New York or L.A. They're just there and they're just there to do their job so when you're here and you're trying to contact people in those places that are like thousands of miles away it's gonna be you're gonna feel like 
it's near impossible to get these people's yeah. attention. So that's why I personally would like to be in New York because you're just able to, like, if you can literally lie to these people, be like, I'm from New York, I can do this. And they're like, oh, you want to meet up? Can you meet up Tuesday? Skip your class. Go do it because, like, if they're willing to take you now, then you don't have, you technically don't have to do school for however long left you have because if they're willing to take you now, I mean, obviously, like, granted, if you can get a great opportunity now, you may be able to wait longer in the future mm -hmm. and get a better opportunity. But with fashion, it's kind of not like that. Like, you kind of have to take your opportunity. If you get, like, a decent opportunity, you kind of have to take it and just get your foot in the door and then go from there because you can't you can't let a opportunity pass you in fashion because fashion is like they got season to season yeah. to season yeah. they yeah. go like they're just on to the next thing so mm -hmm. you have to get your foot in the door well that's another thing that i think a lot of people are super concerned with is i know multiple people actually who okay so with internships you have to have a plan A to a plan Z. Of, and back to A. <laughs> yes. And of where you want to apply. And you, like, I get that there's places that you want to work and there's going to be places where you're like, I can do better than that. And, like, that's completely fine. But at the end of the day, it will never kill you to apply to a certain place. Right. Like, apply there. And another thing that, like, people might not want to hear is, like, say you get, uh, let's say you get, just for example, say you get an internship at Walmart. Right. And, like, and then like, down the road. Walmart? Yeah, I but then down it. the road you get an offer from Macy's. And then you're like, well, I already told Walmart, yes, so I don't want to leave them. At the end of the day, you need Walmart more than Walmart needs you. Do you agree? Oh, absolutely. I mean, so, Walmart is a trillion dollar business. Yeah. They like I mean, any brand like with or without you. Yes, any brand, any. I would say the majority of people that do an internship do it with a big company, and any big company, like an internship is help or interns are help, but they don't. They're not like dying for interns. Right. They, I mean, like. There's some places might be, but more than likely not. Yeah. So at the end of the day, like I, I would say secure an internship just in case like last case scenario, you have one, but still continue to look at other places. If you have to tell the first place you got an internship with, like, Hey, I, something else came up. I got a better offer. I mean, like they're not going to reply to you and be like, just rip you a new one for leaving. And if they do, they won't. No corporation is going to do that. And if, if they, they do, do then all, like, in uh, a week later, you'll forget about it. And you'll be happier working at the place you took the the new internship with than if you would have stuck it out just to right. keep everyone happy. And now you're miserable at the first place you got. Right. And then I think you were, like, we talked about how interning at a smaller business versus like a major corporation when you're working on a major corporation you're a needle in a haystack you're like yeah. more than likely the things that you're going to be doing are not going to be that important and every, every like obviously everybody wants to do like they want to come in make an impact like be important mm -hmm. like 
move up, do something. St like, I remember Hillary, she said this. She said, it's going to be harder for you to get secure a job after college without a corporate internship. And honestly, I didn't care because I don't want to work for a major corporation unless it's like Louis Vuitton. Your, <laughs> yeah, this is yeah. like something crazy like that. But for me to get there, I'm going to have to work my way up and start at a smaller business where literally everything I do is mm -hmm. micro. Like it, it matters. Like everything I do matters. What I, my work, yeah. like what my work entails matters to the company and how it functions when you're at a major corporation or a major business or a major fashion retailer likely chances is the work you're doing there in the first two to three years is just basic yeah and like obviously there's exceptions to every job right. but it's it it does come down to where you're applying for your job for not your internship but like your actual career yeah but like, I mean, I wouldn't put it past the brand being like, we'd rather have you working at a small place and doing substantial work than at a massive household name and doing little to no the work. bare essentials just to get your internship credit. Right. Yeah. So like when I was working at VSU, if I wasn't doing what I was doing, I don't want to say like they wouldn't have content for their Instagram, but it would just be like a hassle. It would just yeah. make things a lot more difficult yeah and when you're at a major corporation it's like oh if you're not doing your job you do it but with like yeah. with what i was doing it's not i'm not saying i'm not trying to limit them and say they, they wouldn't have anything but it's like it would just they were yeah. relying on me to do my job yeah and if i wasn't doing it then uh, like there would be something missing and it would be a problem yeah so okay so I did my internship with the Cleveland Indians, which, if you don't know somehow, they're an MLB team. And, uh, like, obviously, like, anyone that knows me knows that I've been around baseball essentially my whole life. I love baseball. Um, again, like I said, how I transferred here my junior year, I was definitely behind on the internship search. Yeah, definitely. So when I saw that they were coming for intern interviews for internships, I was like, might as well. Like it was like again, that wasn't my plan A, but it was. But it was you were like something. baseball, fashion, boom. That's like how I yeah. got my major. Yeah, obviously, like, like obviously, here, here, obviously, MLB merchandise isn't high fashion, and it's not exactly what you want to do. Yeah, but it's but not I'm like, if at the end of the day I'm getting paid. X amount of dollars per hour and internship credit, working an hour away, basically doing work up until the game starts and then like basically get paid to watch baseball after that. Like right. obviously there was some work to do during the games, but like the majority of the work was before was from the time I got there until the game started. Right. So it's like obviously that wasn't a dream internship and obviously that isn't what I want to do, but it's like, you know, if that's like, it was a good problem to have. Like, if that's the worst internship, no, obviously, it's, it wasn't the worst internship by any means, but I'm like... But that's just that's just what you got, and... Yeah, I'm like, if this is... Yeah. If this is what I have to work with, like, I can cope. Like, I can yeah. do it. It's, yeah. not gonna, it's not definitely not close to being the end of the world because... Yeah. I got... Like, the needs. yeah. But, it, like, that's not even necessarily... I mean, it's probably not... I mean, at least for the people 
in the Kent State Fashion School is probably not the most desirable internship, yeah. but I mean, that's not a bad internship at all, especially if you're like, I love baseball. Like, if I could intern for the Cavs or something, that would be, like, that would be kind of sick. Like, exactly. Like, yeah. obviously, that's not, like, that's not, oh, I can go to New York and do this, but, like, interning, like, that, like I like basketball. I played, yeah. like, the way it is with baseball for you is, like, basketball for me, so. Yeah. And I feel like. the Cavs, that would have been sick. Yeah, and, like, someone I know who I worked with there said, like, almost every interview they've gone to, whenever they look at their resume, obviously, if it has absolutely nothing to do with baseball, they'll still be like, oh, tell me what you did with the Indians. Because it's like, you see that, and it's like... It's it's more... It's, it's, kind, it's kind of kind out of, there, but it's like... It's kind of more out of the box than just regular fashion. Like, oh, you worked at Nordstrom. It's... Yeah. You can kind of get an idea of what they did but when you're working yeah. with a like a sports team or in music and film or something like that it's like oh that's not just fashion it's yeah. bringing in other yeah components to it yeah like obviously if i wanted to be if i wanted to work for a position in the mlb they'd be like oh you work for the indians cool right whatever <laughs> but like they'd be like all right cool yeah it makes yeah, sense yeah exactly so it, that that was one thing that I, I I obviously wasn't a deciding factor, but like it was something I thought about. I was like worst case scenario, right? On a resume, it says I worked for the Cleveland Indians, so it's like. But yeah, but that's still cool, and it was like perfect because, or at least it's perfect hour away, perfect timing as well because that's when they had the All Star game there. So yeah. like that just adds like another exciting factor to that, even though it doesn't necessarily it's not exciting for work. It's like <laughs> bro, we got hell shit to do. But, yeah, yeah. But I mean, but it's just cool that you, like, you love baseball. You've probably never been to an all-star game, and then you got to be at the all-star game. Yeah. And, like, yeah, exactly. be with the festivities and stuff, so. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, yeah. When, As a fan of the sport, like, that's just cool to be a part of. Yeah, and that was def- that was actually, like, one thing that, like, basically sealed the deal for me for, like, deciding to interview with them, because, like, I, I heard the all-star game. Like, exactly. I heard they were like I knew the All Star game was there, and then someone said that they were doing interviews, and like for some reason the All Star game didn't cross my mind. And then like it was like a week before the interview, I was like, "Damn, they have the All Star game!" You're game. Like, and then I was yeah. like, "I have to." Now. Right, right, right. It's like, yeah, yeah. Like, Especially if that's one of them. If that's the only or main one, it's like, well, I have to take it. But it's like it's just another added bonus. Yeah, I'm like, if if this is my worst case scenario, it's not a bad. Scenario. Yeah, it's like that's the best spot to be in, basically. Yeah. So, but yeah, I just I I do think like there's definitely a lot of people who are stressing about an internship, and obviously, it's hard not to like the the another like piece of advice I would give is you're in the same boat as a lot of people. Right. You're not the only one who is still looking for an internship at this time. There's obviously like thousands of people who were like oh, i don't have an internship what if i'm behind right whatever like and it a lot of people who ask me about stuff for like an internship they're like when did you get your internship or whatever it's hard like i can give you a rough ballpark no pun intended but like it's hard for me because baseball starts earlier yeah. like the mlb season starts late march so or like, april we need you so like it was like at this point in last year when i had my internship but it's like if I tell people that, they'll be like, if people are like, when did you hear, or like, when did you know about your internship? And I'm like, around now, you people can just see like panic out. in their eyes. But, but it's like, like, 
Exactly, exactly. So it's like I haven't even got to interview. Damn, yeah, like, and then yeah. people were like, "What did you do your in like your day to day business or day to day life?" And I was like, "Literally every day is different." And yeah. people were like, "How long did you work? What hours?" And I'm like, "It was one of the it's one of the only jobs where you literally would go into work not knowing what time you got off because you were like, yeah. this game could go nine hours. We could sit in a six hour rain delay." Yeah. Like, it could go nine innings and be two and a half hours, three hours. It could go smooth sailing, or... It could go to the 30 innings, like... Yeah. Like, and that was one thing about, like, I'm I'm not not even an Indians fan, so it's like, it would come to the ninth inning, and, like, the Indians would be tied, and I'd be like, I don't even care who scores, (laughs) just somebody scored at this (laughs) game. Like, it it was just like, there were so many times where I was like, just ninth inning, like, that's what I signed up for. Like, don't the, be the, 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 like the away team hits someone, you're like, yeah. <laughs> literally, everyone else in the store is like, die. Yeah. Everyone else is all upset, and I was like, in my head, I'm like, like in my head, give it to you. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, in my head, I'm like, nice. Right, yeah, I think, I just think with, I don't know, it's from my standpoint, I don't know how this is going to come off, but like, I'm definitely, like, I'm, I'm, like, I'm worried about getting an internship. Like, I know I need to get an internship, yeah. and I haven't secured one yet so obviously my human instinct is to like kind of panic because it's something i yeah. do but i i just know like for me at least shit kind of always just yeah works out like, yeah i, I, I agree it, I like i know how i am and i know that i like whatever i want i'm gonna chase it i'm gonna get I'm, whatever i want i'm gonna get it because i'm gonna get it like, <laughs> like i'm gonna make sure i get it yeah so and again, I don't like, really have to stress and, it. Again, I'm, yeah, uh, uh, absolutely. And like, in the fashion school, they send us, I don't know how many emails a week. I and send and a trash I know, folder. And we but, know they're not the most desirable internships. I mean, like Columbus or here nearby in Ohio, but they are opportunities for you to just to have an internship. Like that could be your like that could be your plan Z. But again. It's a plan C. It's it's you need an internship for credit, and if, especially if you live close by, you don't have to like relocate. You don't have to pay for an apartment. You can literally, if you're from the Cleveland area, you can literally exactly. live at home and drive however many minutes to work every day within an hour radius of Cleveland, and then you'll yeah. be fine. It, yeah, but I mean, I just know at least for me, like I don't really I'm stressing it, but I'm not because I know something's gonna work out. I know because I know because I have to get it done. It's gonna get done. Like yes, yes. If I don't, then I won't graduate, and I like that's just not an option. So when I when you don't have an option, like it comes down to human instincts. Like when you don't have an it's option to do something, it's like it's like really survival. It's like when you don't yeah. have an option, you're gonna get it done because it has to get done. Yeah, plain and simple. And by you. No, like human instinctively stressing about it, you're gonna push that matter to the front and get it done before anything yes. else. So, like, I wouldn't even like. I don't know. I just don't know. I just don't know how people like stress about it and then don't get it. Like, I don't know how people pursue things and don't get what they want. Like, that's kind of confusing to me. Do you mean like just in general, or like is? Like, as I mean, far as, like, I don't, yeah, because it's, I don't know. Well, I seem to get what it, like, when I want something and I'm going to chase it until I get it. Like, I'm going to, like, I'm, like, yeah, very goal. You're just determined. I'm just very determined, goal-oriented, and 
Yeah. Like if I want to do something like I'm going to be my own boss one day and I don't want to be my own boss one day because I said it's going to happen. Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, that's like one thing that like you, like you'll be like, oh, my friend asked me to make a letterman jacket. And like for me, I'm like, damn, how long is that going to take? And then no, like, he didn't oh, ask we, me. I just wanted to make it for him. Okay. It just, yeah. But like someone, you'll be like, oh, I'm going to make this. And I'm like, in my head, I'm like, obviously he's going to do it. But like just out of curiosity. I wonder how long that's going to take. And then, like, three days later, you're like, can you try this whole thing on? And I'm like, damn. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I don't know, because I like, yeah, because I like to be on top of stuff. And I like, well, especially with... It's also what you love to do. Like, with design, obviously, if you yeah. hated doing it, I'd be like, damn, I gotta make this shit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, but for the moment... But, like, if you're, I mean... That's why I switched from design to merch, because now I'm making stuff, like, I'm making stuff that I, like... Well, especially when you're when I'm making stuff not for a school project, like when I was making stuff for a school project, I'm like trash. Like I'm, I'm that's going to the trash, not being sustainable. I'm not gonna fabric recycle it. I'm throwing it into the dumpster. That's just well, sucks. that's and that's another thing. It's like one benefit of you not being in design anymore. It's like I just if have you were so time. yeah, if you were still in design, you wouldn't really have time to make the things you make because you'd be working on your school project. Where and now I would be dreading it. I wouldn't like it. I wouldn't like the things that I was making. Yeah. And I would half-ass it because, like, I think we're both the same. It's like, when we're mentally out of it, oh, like, it's over. Once, it's over, bro. <laughs> I think that's like that with anybody. But when I, like, that was my, it was my impulse decision to switch from design to merch. And I literally was like, nope, not, like, I, like, my body had told me, enough's enough stress, you're switching. And yeah. you couldn't. And I'm pretty sure, like, Right before I was about to have a meeting to switch, I got, like, it was in drawing. Like, I was kind of stressing drawing. Drawing was really hard. My first portfolio, I got a D. The next one, I got, like, a B or an A. Mm -hmm. And I was like, nah, still switching. <laughs> like, I was like, nah. Like, no, no. Yeah, like, I mean, literally my, almost my entire college career. Yeah. So, like, freshman year, I, I had no idea what I wanted to major in. I, and I had it down to psychology or fashion. Right. Yeah. I sit in one psychology class, and I'm like, Nah. No. So then I switched to fashion. I was switched for design. And then first semester, sophomore year, I'm in drawing class. And I'm like, nah. So I switched to merch. Right. And then, like, <laughs> months idea. later, I'm just literally just having, like, always, in the back of my mind since, like, freshman year of college, I wanted to transfer because I knew that I, what I wanted to do. And I was like, there, I can definitely go to a better school than this. Like, right. I, I literally felt like I was wasting my money at that point. Well, because you were at West Virginia first. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I felt like I was wasting my money, and I was like, I obviously, college is expensive, but, like... Right, you might as well just... I'm like, if I'm paying for it, I might as well pay You might as well get, like, the best experience out of it as possible. That's yeah. Like, that's what yeah. I'm saying. Like, when I was in design, I wasn't putting in my full effort, so... Mm -hmm. It's like I wasn't getting my, yeah, like necessarily my time. Even though I was learning, it's like mm -hmm. my, I was just like, I don't want to be here. Like yeah. I, oh, but being in a lecture hall compared to being in a studio, studio 10 times out of 10. I, I, <laughs> oh, yeah. I, was, I, mean, I, I remember it was like middle of the spring semester, it was like right after I transferred. I was just sitting in a lecture and I was like, bro, I really switched. I'm like, why am I at a lecture? Like, yeah. It really dawned on me. I was like, bro, I'm in straight lectures now rather than just being in a studio. Mm -hmm. And I would much rather be in a studio. But, for, but 
me being in a studio now compared to freshman and sophomore year is I have a different experience because when I'm in a when you're in the studio doing schoolwork, bro, you're stressed. You're like, yeah, I have to get this done. There's a timeline. There's a like, I have to get this done in this amount of time, whether it's good or not, mm-hmm. and I have to get this grade. But when you're just making stuff. Yeah. I want to get it done as fast as possible because like I can't wait for this to be done mm-hmm. because I want to see the final product. Like, yeah, I can't like can't wait to see for the jacket. I'm like, damn, I can't wait to get this fabric. I can't wait to get the the letters to put on it and so on it, so I can see it done and see it on him because I'm like I made it for him. So I just want to get it done because I'm motivated and actually like it rather than like. Yeah, well, that's that's definitely another benefit you have. It's like for you, the studio is like, it might not be your happy place, but it's like, I mean, even if it is, but it's like you don't dread going there. Where right. if you're in design, obviously, I'm sure there's some people who, regardless, just love being there. Right. But I'm sure that like after you spend the last week nonstop, like sun up to sundown in the studio working on a project, the last thing you want to do. Is be in the studio <laughs> exactly so it's like exactly. you not being there all the time makes you want to be there more exactly yeah it just makes me long for more like and i mean i have a home sewing machine here so yeah i don't have to de- depend on it but i have to go to this like i mean i wouldn't go to the studio if i had the paper here and the setup <laughs> here to like draft a pattern but i mean yeah like going to the studio i'm like i'm gonna go to the studio draft this pattern bring it back here and yeah sew it but yeah, like I just, but making stuff now is actually enjoyable because I'm making whatever I want. There's no timeline. I have complete control, creative freedom. When you're in a class, they're like, all right, you have to make this and you have to make it just like this, 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 this and that. And it's like, that's cool to start out with, like yeah. learning the basics, but when you start having your own, like, when you get your creative juices flowing, you're like, you're like, all right, I want to make it like this and like this, but that doesn't fit in the guidelines. You just feel restricted, and you're, you're just like, all right, here I'm gonna make this well, because you yeah. said I have to make it. So I feel like, here. yeah, I feel like you kind of look past it at the beginning because you're like, you're just oh, I don't care what I'm making because I'm learning how to sew today, so I'm excited. But it's like once you know how to sew, and they're like, do this again. You're just like, why? Right. <laughs> you know? I mean. I'm not gonna like it was definitely it was definitely a good experience I mean obviously without taking those classes I would have no clue what I'm doing because and also if you're if you're watching this and you're and you haven't sewn before or you're com- if you're a freshman coming in like don't be scared at all because I had no idea how to sew construct a garment at all like I, I knew nothing and then I came in and now I'm just whipping up a jacket and like four days or something so anybody can do it if you just put your mind to it yeah and that's that's one thing i mean i kind of had this mentality with like life period but especially Mm -hmm. i would say in fashion like if you're in design and there's like ever a point where you're like maybe i don't want to do this then don't do it no i haven't even when I switched from design to merch, I was like, I'm still going to design. Exactly. Because I just, I didn't want to draw because I didn't, I personally just don't feel like it's that important. You can do 
flats, croquis. You can do anything on the internet. You can do anything in Illustrator and Photoshop mm -hmm. that you can do on paper. Yeah. And flat pattern, it just, that class just made me want to off myself. Like the repetition of just, just taking a dart and making it, or like a slash and spread or whatever that method was. Like you just hated that. Yeah. It was, but it, it helped me learn like, it was ingrained into me, so mm -hmm. like I know techniques and methods now. My sewing's better, but I think for me personally, if you honestly just get some fabric, if you're like, all right, I want to make some pants, get a pants pattern, get some fabric, and just read it. And you yeah. have YouTube, you can literally, you don't even have to have, I mean, if you want to draft a pattern, obviously you need a pattern book, and you probably need experiencing mm -hmm. coursework as that far but you can really look up how to make a pair of pants and there's probably there's a easily like at least five videos explaining how to make a pair of pants yeah and that's like that's another thing i feel like with sewing like i still don't even know how to sew but it's like i feel like it's one of those things where if you're just learning it's not hard you, to obtain if you're learning and you have no like timetable to do it like if you just get fabric I feel like you can just do it and like if you mess it up you mess it up like it's not yeah. like you're making it's not like you're making something for someone like if you if you're just like oh I want to learn how to do this it's literally one of those things where I feel like if you just like practice makes perfect right I mean I know as far as like I probably wouldn't have came like I wouldn't have came to school if I already knew how to do all of this but I mean it's just the way some people have to learn things like if you're in new york or if you're just in a place where fashion is very prominent or you just like if you think about all the designs it's like oh their mother was a dressmaker or whatever so they grew up they didn't have to, yeah. they didn't necessarily have to go to school for it because i mean they probably did anyway just to like advance their knowledge but yeah i mean it never hurts to go to school and definitely never hurts to go to school i mean when i hear like celebrity like when you hear musicians talk about like oh i didn't need to go to school because i was focused on music whatever I mean, it's just some people's, uh, well, a lot of people's ways of just obtaining that knowledge because they didn't have that around them where they yeah. grew up in, in that environment to where like, it was just like you grew up in it. So you just knew it from being around it, seeing other people do it. So if you're coming from Nebraska and you're like, that's like um, Jeremy Scott grew up in like Missouri or something or like yeah. Kansas City, Missouri. And he was you're like, like a farm. Yeah, exactly. And he moved to New York, and I was like, Moschino, Jeremy, like Jeremy yeah. Scott did the collab with Adidas. Like he yeah. really came from Middle America to this to this, and like any if he can do it, anybody can do it because he yeah. wanted to, and he had like he yeah. just had the the mind to do it. Yeah, I agree. I, I yeah, I mean, it definitely applies to fashion, but like just in general, like. If you want to do something, I mean, that's what's like how you were saying how like if you just speak into existence, existence. But it's like if you want to do it, I mean, like if you if you really want to do something and you put the effort forward, you'll definitely have something to show for it. Like absolutely, you're not gonna be like. And worst case scenario, if you try something and you're like, oh, I don't like this, then it, you I mean you at least gave it an effort, right? Like, and 
this kind of goes back to like the internship thing is like apply to everywhere a, a thousand internships like someone's gonna take you yeah and it's like would you rather be able to say like would you rather say like oh i applied to dior and i didn't get it or someone it's like well i can't get an internship and then it's like what well, did you apply here and then it's like no that's but i mean i can't even i'd be a hypocrite to say like i haven't applied everywhere like i've been kind of stingy i just have i don't know i'm mm. just like like my mindset is just dickish though because i i just yeah. hold myself to a such a standard yeah that, like, i mean yeah i that's... could not obviously it wouldn't help me to or it wouldn't hurt me to apply anywhere mm -hmm. but I'm, but I, like in my mind, I'm like, if I know I'm not gonna work there, why would I waste my time to apply there? But I could apply to somewhere else where I actually would want to work and it would benefit me more. Mm -hmm. But that's just me. I've probably only I've only applied to probably like thirty to thirty five internships, mm -hmm. and I've sent my email out and I, and I like not even technically applying to an internship. I've just sent my email out to different emails. Yeah. and also in fashion, it's definitely a lot about how like who you know because through internships it's hard to get one just cold like you just send an inter your resume and you just get a response like mm -hmm. that's usually there is a Kent State alum or somebody that you know that goes to school right now intern there they intern there right now so like and with Hillary she's definitely a source like if you need an internship she can give you a list of places where you can apply and more than likely secure it so it's a lot about who you know as like in fashion because there's a lot of people who are probably in positions where they don't necessarily like deserve or should be there and you and like whoever's watching this probably feels like oh i should be there more over than them and you could be right but it's just they knew somebody that worked there and you didn't so yeah that's just absolutely. that's just how it is yeah um that's i mean i agree with everything again just like it's one of those things you just have to be persistent about you just yeah. have to keep putting an effort and you'll definitely you'll definitely be rewarded for it there's no way i mean like just like based off like the law of statistics you'll get it you'll get an internship if you apply to enough places right and i think that's what you're saying is like being persistent and being determined through like i think at least me i think everybody should play sports just because in sports you learn how to be like self-discipline you learn hard work you learn that with your heart like with your time dedication and hard work you will see positive results whether they yeah whether they're like the expectations you wanted or like they're just positive results in general like you see results and through sports i that's what i learned like yeah and i mean like obviously you try sports and you're just like this isn't my thing yeah it's not your thing but like i do think that everyone should be do like some sort of because uh, it's like the physical stress and then through physical like through physical strength you start to obtain mental strength and like absolutely mental it's like all it's like mind body spirit you know it's like it all goes yeah. together so 
through like physical strength, you're able to have mental strength. Because if I feel good physically, I'll feel good mentally. I'll be more confident in mm. what I'm doing, and that just goes into everyday life. So you'll have like an like your body will be able to do the function that you want to do, mm. and then your mind is telling your like your mind telling yourself, "Oh, I can do it." Yeah, and that's one less thing for you to be like, "Oh, I can't do this." Right, because when yeah. When you when you tell yourself you can't do something, you are you just set yourself back. Yeah. Like I never want to say, like I'll obviously I'll say I can't do something, but I never truly unless I literally say I truly believe I can't do this. <laughs> yeah. Then I like yeah like if right now I was like do a backflip off of this thing. I'm like I mean like that wouldn't be the safest thing. I mean I probably could, but I don't want to because of circumstances and the yeah. whatever. But yeah, if I wanted to. I do it like yeah, yeah. And, and again worst case scenario I mean worst case scenario I'm dead but <laughs> break my neck or something yeah yeah but I mean at least at least you tried right. at least you know you can't do it exactly it's not like well not necessarily if I'm dead I wouldn't know I'm we know you can't do it saying it like well he knows now you, I know now you can't do a backflip yeah um I think that's a good place to end uh actually we go today is something important. Oh, that's all, oh, yeah. So, today, it, uh, this episode, uh, hopefully future episodes, is sponsored by Studio 3. So, that's where we're currently filming this. We're actually. currently filming in Studio 3. Um, Studio 3 is a place where you can come, you can get, you have all of this real estate to get uh, headshots taken. Uh, if you're a design student, you can get pictures for your, for your portfolio here. Uh, and it's easily accessible. You don't have to afford I mean, you kind of have to know someone, but you don't have to, you know what I mean? Yeah, so like, if you I, just come yeah. up to us and you're like, hey, I want to have this done, I'm like, okay, cool. Like, it's not, Yeah. because well, I know with me being a designer, I know that getting into VCD, you have to know a photography student and you have to get them to be there for the whole time you want to shoot and they have to sign you in and sign you out and the center for visuals fashion students are no longer allowed to occupy the studio space because they were using it more than the students who are in like who do fine art and they just were like no you can't do it because the fashion students were taking it taking up the studio space more than the fine arts students were so, and the fashion school doesn't have one. Like the fashion school doesn't have a photography studio, which is ridiculous. I mean, you can put up like. I yeah. mean, we we did it. If I mean, we yeah, put like, up a photography studio. If, if we, we a were, school of two thousand students, we were able to get some white space and some great lighting, and we made it work. So I don't know why the fashion school can't, but. It's a hassle to do anything with them. That's a whole other topic. But yeah, Studio 3 is where we're filming this right now. And you can pretty much come in here and shoot whatever within reason. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. There's nothing, uh, <laughs> nothing's off limit as long as there's a price tag. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we'll put Studio 3 and we'll put their info in the description, uh, booking information, contact information. Uh, the and last... We'll, yeah, we'll put our, like, all of our... We'll probably put me, you, and Josh's 
Yeah, we'll put our personal info there, info there also. Uh, so the last thing is we do have two questions. The first one, I'm trying to think of what order to ask these. Uh, the first one is... Well, we can talk about the internship one first. Okay. We'll talk about the internship one first. Okay. So the first question was, someone was curious what you would have to do to get fired from an internship. Personally, I mean, I can't speak on being fired from an internship. I mean, I can't either, but I would say if the basics, like if you don't show up on time, show up at all, or when you're there at work, you're not doing your job adequately. Yeah, Those I mean, are like, some of the basics, basic things that yeah. get you fired, and then pretty much just acting out of character in the workplace will get you fired. Like, yeah, I mean, it's it. I mean, at the end of the day, an internship is no different, really, from work. Don't do anything in an internship. You're just kind of not either. You're, I mean, you're benefiting and experience and, and credit, and you may be getting paid, but most of the time you're not going to be getting paid. So, but I mean, if you actually want to work there, like, be on your toes because this is a it's a three month interview, pretty much of seeing like, can this person do what we ask of them to do and hold up their end of the bargain? Yeah. I mean, to, to boil it down, an internship is basically uh, a full-time job without the pay of a full-time job. Exactly. So, I mean, treat that however you want it, but that's basically what it is. So, just, like, an internship, at the end of the day, it's one of those things where, like, it, you, knew, you know what you signed up for. I mean, I feel like that's fair to say. Yeah. Like, you knew what you were getting into, so if, I mean, obviously, like, professional and, you know, just, yeah, just, just be, be a a good employee. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, if, I mean, you know, like, the longer you work there, you see how everybody moves, so it's like, if it's more relaxed, then you might be able to get more relaxed, but never get too comfortable, definitely. Yeah. And then stay in your toes. Exactly. Don't don't ever get too comfortable. I mean, but if they're a little bit more relaxing, you can. Don't be the guy at work who's like all uptight and shit. Like everybody's yeah. kind of relaxed, and then you're all like super professional, all uptight. Like, I mean, I guess just be yourself or whatever. But you don't want to be one of those people. Yeah, yeah. And then the next question is the comparison between Italian pizza and American pizza. So. For me, personally, it's, you really can't compare them. I mean, like, yeah, you kind like, so we went to some restaurants where you, I mean, anyone who's lived in America long enough knows that, like, when you go down the street to get, like, Mexican food, it's like, have like you have to be out of your <laughs> mind to consider Chipotle Mexican food. Right. Also, unless you go to like, what like a Mexican restaurant that's like, Mexican owned, then that's like authentic Mexican food. Yeah. But it's like even then, it's still not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like, obviously, like when when you think of, like when you're thinking of pizza in Italy, I feel like a lot of people were like, oh, it's gonna be American pizza, just better, and it's just it's not. It's not at all. Not at all the <laughs> same. It's like. Well, the original style form of pizza is like, it's kind of like a pie, basically. Yeah. It's like, it's literally just a pie, but it's pizza ingredients. Yeah. Like, and 
and just for reference, we literally ate at the first pizza place ever in Naples. So it's not like we had we like had we, pizza, know, we 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 would eat pizza like everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, everywhere we went we were like we got to find the best pizza. Right. But like when you go to where pizza was literally invented, you lo- you find out that you're like this is how it originally was. So it's like technically American pizza is like uh an offshoot of Italian pizza. But it's just like the way they make it here, it's just like the ingredients we're used to. And in my opinion, it's better. And the form that it's in, because I feel like the pizza here is actually like more cooked. There's more dough rather than in Italy. It holds itself together. Where in Italy, it's like the sauce is fresh, but it's like... It's warmed up sauce. (laughs) And the cheese is melted and stuff, but when you pick up the slice... It's not thick enough to hold everything on it. So when you pick it up, literally everything falls off of it and you just have like so- like a, a, soggy, a soggy crust with like the sauce half off of it because yeah. it can't stay. Well, because like when we first got there, I saw people eating with like pizza with a fork and knife and I was like, bro. <laughs> yeah. And then quickly learned that I was like, now I know why. They like you have to roll it up to eat it. Like what? what the pizza that or the the place that where it was originally made, it was like a calzone style. Like it yeah. wasn't like an actual pizza. It was like rolled up. Yeah. So yeah, that's kind of how you have to eat Italian pizza. So I guess to get to the to to boil to boil it down, in my opinion, American pizza is well off better than Italian style pizza. Yeah, and it can obviously be one of those things we grew up, like, we grew up with it, so that's why we think it's better. I bet people from Italy would be appalled at American pizza, but... Yeah, I definitely think, like, a New York Slice pizza or any pizza anywhere just beats Italian pizza. Because I remember the first pizza I had, I was like, this is it? (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. I was kind of disappointed. Literally. The one restaurant that we actually stayed across the street from was, like, it was a restaurant that was pretty popular in Florence as far as like it was like one of the best rated restaurants in Florence and we went there and we were like the first night because we were like oh let's go somewhere to eat yeah Whatever. like we that's how like ignorant we were we were like oh let's just go somewhere to eat and then actually we were going like to kind of uh yeah every time we went there they were like do you guys have a reservation and we were like like no <laughs> we were like nah <laughs> yeah but yeah that's gonna wrap it up uh let us know if there's anything specific you want us to talk about, uh, I'll post the thing to ask questions every episode. So if it's something that it's like not a, an hour worth to talk about, then we'll still touch on it. But uh, yeah, thank you everyone for listening. Uh, if you're watching, thank you for watching. Uh, hopefully this will be up within the next few days. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, yeah so uh, hit the smash the like button, subscribe. Not yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, Yeah. Thank you guys again. And we'll catch you on the next one. Peace.